He went somewhere. Welcome to tonight's edition of Daf Yomi. Daf Yomi is a presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 13 on your dial. Uh, t- today's Daf is Sochem Daf Samachas. We are in, in we were finished, we finished thing with Daf Samach Zayinam and Beis. We were discussing yesterday the severities of, of, of levels of Tuma, uh, what's considered more tum, uh, a higher level of severity versus not um, at vis-a-vis the, the um, al- allowance of coming into the camps or being sent out of the camps. So, so, so one of the things Gemara said is that Azov is, is, a, is a Mahmoud kind of Chumrah because it comes out of the body. It's not just an, it's just not, it's not an existence of Tuma. It's, a, it's actually a, a, something that, that comes out of the body. So, so that, that, that makes it um, uh, a, more, a higher level of, uh, of Tuma. So uh, anyway, so, so those are just some of the things uh, we were discussing, um, uh, wh- and whether whether it's matame baones or 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 not matame baones meant that that if if I can attribute, about for example about carry if I can attribute a cause if uh, uh, a pro- you know the the, the Gemara uh, I went to mention last night the last Gemara in Masechus Yuma it's it. it Sometimes you sometimes you hold your head up and say, "Why did they end this misafta with this?" But anyway, the last Gemara, the, the last Gemara, I mean, the, the, the last the last Gemara in Yuma says that um, says that if a person sees sees Kerry on the night of Yom Kippurim, he should be concerned the whole year, and if he lives out the whole year, that then then muftach lo ben olam haba. So so the Mishabura says. That before you go, before you get your psychologist, and before you you, st- you stay up all night, which by the way, the Kohen Gadol stayed up all night on, on Yom Kippur night, just for exact that reason, they shouldn't become tummy. Right, right, right. Um, the uh, he says that he, the Rishabur says that if it's because of Marbe Achila, you're over eight, you're overstuffed, and that core that, that can lead to that as well. So that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Hihurim Rayim and, and and things like that. Um, so, 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 so that's what it means. But honest, but honest means that you, you brought it on. Like, like it wasn't a random, it wasn't a random emission. You actually physically brought it on. Okay. Mesve. Last word of Samach Zion Amadez. Very last word. Mesve. He asked the following question. Right. So someone, uh, someone who has relations with a Nida has the same status is a, as a tummy mace. So the Gemara asks, Lamai, for what? Ilema Lutumasam. Does it mean that if somebody is a is about carry, it means that he that means that he that means that he has to be tummy seven days like 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 uh, uh, like um, a like a tummy mace. Doesn't mean that, he, that, that, that if you're Boel and Ida, you're Tame seven days. No, he says the halacha of Tuma Shiva is not derived. It says it with in the Torah. It says, right? All right. So, so, so meaning what? Tame Mace Namar, right? No, Geba Mace. Tame Shiva. And it says it says by a boel nida that also they're tame seven days. So what so what does the statement mean? Boel nida kitame mes. 
that just like a Tame Mace is sent out of one of the camps, so too a Boel Nida is sent out of one of the camps. Uh, now, 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 for the fact that the Sefer is talking about them being sent out of the camp, Resha, the beginning of the Brisa, where it says about Kerry is Metame like a Sheritz, Nami Lemachanosam. So what do we see? That about Kerry is, is, is Mishtaleach, Ach Michutz Lemachanachas. So the Gemara says, no, Midiria. What, 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 is, what, what does one have to do with the other? Hakid Isa, the Resha that says that about Kerry is Tame like a Sheritz, is one, one statement. The Hakid Isa. And the and and the and the second statement that a boel does ketame mace to meaning that he gets sent out of the camp in the same way that's a separate statement he can't derive to for to a bal carry from that mace so then the gemara says like this mitzora so we know a mitzora if he gets saras you're sent out of all of the camps right um, now chamor mizav it's uh, a mitzora is even more chamor than ezav. Because Azav is two camps and, and, and a Mitzorah gets sent out of all three. The Zav Chamor Mitame Mace. And Azav is more Chamor from a Tame Mace, because the Tame Mace is only thrown out of Machana Shechino. But Machana Levia, he's allowed to be in. And Azav can't even be in Machana Levia. Yotza Balkeri should Tame Mace Chamor Mimenu. So now, Comes out that about that about carry that a tummy mace is more is more stricter than a balkari. My, so w- what is it talking about? Yatsa, is it mean to go out balkari? That's tummy mace is more chum. Love yatsa michlal. That zav no it means that it's it, it, he's, he's separate than a zav u'balichlal tummy mace and, and he comes into the same category. As a, as a as a tummy mace, lachain yot yecho toha tummy mace chomer mimenu umutar b'machan elavia. We see that a tummy mace is more chomer than a balkeri, and he's mutter to come in machan elavia. Obivadai. So certainly you'll say shabalkeri yoser lios b'machan elavia v'yeoser likanes ach l'machan eshkina. So therefore, we should say that a balkeri should be allowed to enter the levium camp, but not the not, but not further in. Machanechas. So, he, so he's, he's out of one camp. So that's a question on Rabbi Yochanan, who said that a Balkari goes out of two camps like Azov. Okay, so it's not really like Azov. So the Gemara says, well, it's not a question. It says that he, he, that, that he leaves the camp of Tomei Mace, and he goes into the camp of the Zav, meaning he's out two camps. Um, the Avagah, and even though a Tomei Mace is considered more chomer, demutar b'machan el And you could have argued that a Balkari should also be, Shah Balkari Yosef b'machan el So nonetheless, we compare a Balkari to a Zav, and they're both Tomei, uh, because the tuma of Yotze Migufos. So why, why, why don't we compare it to Tommy Mason, we're saying? is because a Balkari is very similar to a Zub. Therefore, we're going to compare it to a Zub, and, and, and he has to be out of, out of two camps.
Right? That makes sense, Susan? Yeah? What? Yes? Well, I, I think the logical sense is that a Balkari also. No, no, the Gemara said earlier that, that a Zov is Chomor because, because, is stricter because it comes out of his, his body. Right from another source. But, and a Balkari is the same thing. It's a, it's a seminal emission. So, that, so, so it does make sense to argue that they're similar. Correct, correct. Well, it does say it's still more. So it's interesting that the the, the Gemara the Gemara is doing a balancing act here because yeah, yes, I, I would argue Tommy may should be more home. We said like Matsoro, so it was pre and was a, yeah, well, right. In fact, that's true in, in Halacha also. Avia A mace is the highest level of uh, of Tuma. Yeah, so so I, I, it sounds like the Gemara is doing the compare game. That, that, and that's how we get to Tommy Mace. Right. That's how we get to Pesach Shani. That was the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentioned that. Pesach Shani comes about because the people that were carrying the Aaron of Yosef were upset that they couldn't participate in the Korban Pesach. The question is, why not? If the commandment came on, on Rosh Chodesh Nisa, or did it, or maybe it came too late, why couldn't they? Tani Tana Kamei Dorav Yitzchak Barav Dimi It says the following. So the initial Pasuk means that refers to the Mishnah. He can't come into the camp. So that's so based on that on those psukim, a Balkari can't enter two camps. I mean, he's 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 uh, he's um, totally the other way. He can't. He's thrown out. <laughs> Same thing. All right. Amalei. So, so Rav Yitzchak said, "Akati lo ayse afikte, adayin lo hichnastu lemachane levia dekvara tamotzio misham." He says he never entered machane levia, and he already taken him out of there. Klomar, what does that mean? Hakeid samedaber haposuk al holzos to shabal keri machane levia. How could the pasuk be referring that a balkeri goes out of machane levia? Oh, kodem shenechnas l'sham before he even got there. From the fact that the Pasuk says, don't come into the camp, so it sounds like he never was in the camp. So why does it say, so, so I'm, I'm not sure really what, what, why that bothers the Gemara. Because I think, I, think I think it's circumstance, not... not I don't know why. It, I don't know, it's such a, you know, it's really such a question to me. Yeah, I don't know. Here he says. From here we. Right. You have not yet brought this Tommy into the camp by discussing his presence there, and you've already taken him out by speaking of the prohibition against him entering. Is that what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. They're upset with the language. Yeah, no, I know. I, no, no, I understand that, but what does that mean? You didn't bring him in. Maybe he wasn't. How do you know? When the verse first clause, and he must go out beyond the camp, commands one standing in the camp of the Shekinah to leave that camp. And that, inevitably, then, he's now standing. <coughs> 
he's now standing in the in Machan Elavia. For the Levi camps around to the camp of the Shekhinah. But the second course, he shall not come into the camp, implies that he already left the Levi camp. Rav Yitzchak Baradimi accordingly protests that since the verse had not yet brought him into the camp by discussing his presence there, it has not yet commanded him to leave the camp. It should not, it should not have taken him out of this camp by discussing the status he will assume after leaving it. No, no, I, I, I understand what he's saying, but uh, how does that make sense? I, I, I don't know why they, I, I don't know why they, this bothers the Gemara. We always have we always have ambiguous languages. So what, like why? What? So Lishna So we have uh, another version. You have not yet taken this tummy out of the Levium camp, and you're already speaking of bringing him in. As we explained in the previous note, the Tomei has left the camp of the Shkina and is now standing in the, in the Levite camp. But the verse does not continue with a command to leave the Levite camp, rather speaking as though he already left it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah, anyway, let's talk about it. He should go minus two. He should step out. Right, right, right. right. So I, I, yeah, I don't know why this was. Uh, I don't know why it bothered the Gemara so much. Anyway, Maskila Ravina, and it's coming to teach us, he's saying no. What it means is that it's an ase and a lo sase. Lo yavo el toch hamachane would be the lo sase. And the yatsa mechutz hamachane would be the ase. Meaning if he becomes a zav, um, you know, this is, another, this is another example that I, I, I say, you know, I, we, we talk about this all the time. There, there's something called the mitzvah chiyuvis and the mitzvah kiyuvis, Right? A mitzvah chiyuvis is a mitzvah that you have to do, right? You have to put on tefillin tomorrow morning. It is not, that is not negotiable. <laughs> you have to put on tefillin tomorrow morning. That's called a mitzvah chiyuvis. You have to do it. Uh, you have to say shema twice a day. That, that is a non-negotiable. Uh, you have to have a mezuzah on your door. That is not, that is not negotiable. That's a mitzvah chiyuvis. Uh, you know, eating matzah at the seder, sitting in the sukkah, all, you know, all those things. Um, but, that, but, but then there are mitzvah chiyuvis, right? Do I have to find a bird's nest to send away the bird? No. <laughs> if I want the egg, then I got that. It, no, I, I, I like to call it situational mitzvah, right? Yes. If, I'm in this, if I'm in the situation, this is how I have to act. But I don't have to run and look to do that mitzvah, right? How do you consider tzitzis? So we, we've taken it on as a chiv. Even though make a if you don't wear a four corner garment, but 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 the but also minog minog uh, of our of our time also defines it too, and and the, the accepted minog is that a from Jew wears tzitzis, right, right. Uh, okay, well, can we argue about uh, the Jew that doesn't wear tzitzis? He's really going to Gehenna? So that could be a different discussion. But the, but the, the uniform of a from Jew is tzitzis today. Bismana says so. So 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 there is different levels of chiyah. If Am Yisrael has accepted it, the Torah so then it, beca- then it also becomes him. So this is an example of this, right? You obviously don't want to be a Zov, but if you are a Zov, there are certain obligations that you have. You got to bring a Korban if you have three reels, right? 
That's a mitzvah. It's one of the six hundred thirty. It's one of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs that Azal brings a korban after after shalosh rios. So as we say, so that's what I mean. I say in a low sense, a positive commandment. So we we you know we think positive commandment means It does mean that, but but not all positive. Not every positive commandment does a Jew have to do. He only has to do it if he's in the situation. That, that's why I always like to separate between a mitzvah chiyuvis, like you have to eat matzah at the seder. Uh, and it's a kiyomis. It's a kiyomis is that if you do the gra writes that eating matzah during Pesach, not at the Seder, is a mitzah kiyomis. It says sheishes yom and tolcha matzos, right? Yom Ashri, right? It says in the pasuk, matzos yeachel shivas yom, right? It says eat matzah all seven days. So that's not a mitzah kiyomis. You don't eat matzah if you're on a diet and you want to watch your carbs. You don't have to eat matzah every day, but you have to eat matzah at the Seder. So that's called a mitzah kiyomis. All right, anyway. Why is that to say machane twice? So an additional, so uh, so in the end, the Gemara says that we derive it from the fact that it says the camp twice. That he had that because it because didn't have the second part of the Pasuk didn't have to use the word machane, but the fact that it said machane twice, that means he has to he has to leave two camps. Okay. Omichoi Krova. Okay, back back to back to the mission. We were discussing things that they did on Shabbos when it was Erev Pesach. So the the Michoy of the intestines, right? What does that mean? Ravuna Amar, my Michoy Krova. So what does that mean? Ravuna Amar, Sheminaklam Besakin. It means one perforates them with a knife to allow their liquefied waste to flow from them. Okay. According to this explanation, the term Michoy connotes dis- dissolution or liquefaction. Ravchia Barav Amar Shirka Demaya It refers to the removal of putrid slime Denafka Agav Dechuka Dezakina which is contained in the, in the intestines which emerges only by the pressure of the of the knife. He says scraping of the knife but that's not what Dechuka Dezakina really means. It means the Means the force of the knife going in. What? I, I think it seems like Rabbi Chia is only talking about the intestines. And only if there's something. Right, right, just the pressure, right. I'm a Rabbi Lazar. I'm a Rabbi Lazar. My time at the Chia Bara, what's the reason? For it's written, and the ruined homes of the fat ones, mechim, so journeys will consume. So mechim means means uh, to to cognate to michui, which means my mashma. How is it indicated? And the possession of the wicked, the righteous will inherit. This interpretation understands mechim as putrid ones or repellent ones, the wicked. Likewise, in our Mishnah, Michal refers to the removal of the repellent slime that adheres to the walls of intestines. It's a play on the words. Um, and the sheep shall gaze. Uh, Israel shall prosper. As stated of them. My Kamadubar Ram, what does that mean? The stated of them. Amarabaye, the Kharvos Mechim Garim Yochelo. 
It is latter part of the verse, which reads, and the ruined homes of the fat ones sojourners will consume. So we see that it refers to the right, this verse that foretells their future prosperity. It will be well if he's written the ruined uh, homes. For then it could be, as you have said, that the Pasuk foretells the fulfillment of the promise mentioned in the first Pasuk. Now that it says ruined homes, it means to say something else. Uh, the, thus the second cause cannot possibly be a prophetic statement noted in the first segment. Nothing. Because they meant nothing. Because they mentioned the word. So now, so, and, they, and they took the word from a Pusik. So now, while well, we mentioned the Pusik, so now we're going to talk. Right. The righteous are destined to resurrect the dead. Um, and the sheep shall gaze as stated of them. And it's written, and they will gaze in Bashan and Gilad as the days of, of old. These two psukim are joined in Shava by the common word grace. We learn from this linkage that the two verses share a single subject, Bashan and Gilad. Bashan is Elisha, above me Bashan. Bashan refers to the Navi Elisha who came from Bashan. Good man. Shnemar, the Yanei as it's stated. Um, um, and Yana and Shafat in the Bashan. Po Elisha ben Shafat, Here is Elisha, the son of Shafat, who poured water onto the hands of Elio. See? Gilad ze Elio. Shnema vayom Eliyahu ha tishpi mitoshve Gilad. Eliyahu ha tishpi Eliyahu ha Giladi. Right? Um, accordingly, the Xerah Shavah teaches that the verse, as it's stated of them, refers to Elisha and Elio. For whom it stated elsewhere that they, they revive the dead. Thus the sheep of the verse are the righteous ones of Israel. The verse teaches that just as Elisha and Eliyahu resurrected the dead, so too with all the righteous ones of Israel resurrected the dead of the world. In the future, the righteous will resurrect the dead. Right, the old and they'll sit in the streets. Each man and his staff and his hands became the great age. And he shall place the staff on the face of the boy. We see that the staff is used at, in performance of this act. Likewise, in the case of each man, his staff and his hand, it refers to the righteous ones of the future who, who will resurrect the dead. We see thus in the world to come, the righteous will bring the dead to life. Ula Rami, Ula asked the question, one person says he will conceal death forever, which implies that in the world to come, there'll be no death. And then it says the youth will die 100 years old, which seems to imply that people will die. So Lokashia can be Israel. First person which says they, they, death will cease is by Jewish people. Uh, idolaters will die. And what, how, how are... How, what place does idolatrous come in the world in, in the time in the future? We say So Hashem's name will be one. So so Dixib, the Amdu Zarim, Where is that Pasuk? That's a famous Pasuk. Yeshaya. Is that in maybe that's in uh Rosh Kodesh after? 
and the strangers will stand and tend your flocks, and foreigners will be in your plowmen and in your vineyards. I'm wondering if that's in the the Haftarish Chodesh because that's a familiar person. Um, I will look it up. Rav Chista Rami it says that the moon shall be abashed and the sun ashamed. For Hashem, the Lord of hell, shall reign. Right, the light of the moon will be like the sun. And the light of the sun shall be 49 times brighter than the light of seven days, which implies the converse, that the light will be brighter than before. So, so how do you resolve this? Lokashi kanli olamaba kanli Muslim Mashiach. One is olamaba, one is by Mashiach. Lishmuel de Amar ain't been olamazel imosam Mashiach el Ashubin Malchus. But according to Shmuel, who says that there is no difference in the future world except for Shibud Malchus, meaning that we will not, the UN will not be allowed to vote on us. The UN will not be allowed to condemn us. The UN will not be allowed to stop us, uh, nor will anybody else. Uh, um, uh, and, and that's that's the main idea of Mashiach. Bilvad, Bilvad, Ma'ikal, Bilvad, Ma'ikal How how you how do you explain the Pesukim? The verse that speaks of the intensification of the luminaries cannot be a Mashiach according to Shmuel. So I do I do Olam So Shmuel made both in Olam Haba. Look, Kasha, Kamim Machanes Shchina, Kamim Machanes Sadikim. There'll be two camps: the Machanes Shchina and the Machanes Sadikim. Rabba Ramik Sivani Amis Vechye, right? I, I, that's a Hazin. I put to death and I make life. Uksiv Machat Sivani Erpa, that's a Hazin. I wounded and and I will heal. Hashta Achoyim Achayim Arpe Lokoshken. So now it says, now if he can bring to life those that are dead, is it not certain that that, that he can heal? Um, of course it is. Why then does the Pesach have to say it explicitly? El Amara Kaddish Baruch said a Kaddish Baruch Masha Animaymis Animichaye. What I put to death, I will make a lot. Right? Chiyas Amesim. Kamosha Machad Steve Ani Erpa. Just as just as I have wounded, I heal. Do not imagine that my powers are limited to giving life and sustenance to those who have not yet died. Rather, I, I infuse even death with fresh life and vigor. Tanur Avonim. Ani um, I, I will put to death and make light. Does that mean that one person will die and, and somebody else will come will come to life? I am wounded and I will heal. Just as wounded and healing refers to the same person. It's one of the that's one of the psukim that teach us that tria that tria samesim is in the Torah. It's not. It's not just something that was created later on. It's part of the. Uh, the Rambam says that um, it's one of the yud gimel ikrim. You have to believe in in the concept of of tria samesim. Another explanation. In the beginning, what I put to death, I will make live. And only then will, will what I have wounded, I will heal. The act of resurrection will precede the act of, of healing. Okay, back to, okay, there was a little, uh, a God to break. Okay. The Hector Cholava, the burning of the fats, uh, uh, is among the things that you were allowed to do on Shabbos. Tanya, I'm a Rabbi Shimon, said Rabbi Shimon, come and see how, how, how precious the mitzvah is in its time. 
Because you could burn the fats and the limbs uh, all night. And thus, we could have said, we should have said it's Dolcha Shabbos. I mean, right, that's what I meant to say. I mean, we should have said it's not, it's Dolcha, they should burn the Motsha Shabbos. The aim, Mantina and Laham Achitechso. But nevertheless, we do not postpone their burnings until nightfall. This is because ideally these parts should be burned by day. We override the Shabbos restriction to do so because of the great value of a mitzvah in its time. Likewise, with regard to the Pesach offering, although the burning of its parts could be postponed until after Shabbos, we perform them on Shabbos itself in order to perform the mitzvah on its time. That's the, uh, that's the bris answer also. That, uh, that, 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 why, why, why don't we say a bris is not Tocha Shabbos? Wait till Sunday. No. Shaita. Right. Her the carrying of the of the korban for Sheikh and the bringing it. Oh, Ramini. So Gemara asked, Medina. The Mishnah says in Arabic, you can sever an animal's wart by hand on Shabbos, in the, but not but not in the Medina outside. The imbekli kan but it says you can't even do that in the base of Migdash. Oh, but we see. But the Mishnah says here that they were able to do that for the Korban Pesach. So how, how could that be? Why then does the Tanakhama Mishnah prohibit it? Oh, so... Oh, oh, sorry, right, I'm sorry. Other way around. Why can't you do it by hand? Right, right, right. Other way around. Okay, sorry about that. Right, it says you can't, you, you could have done it before Shabbos and that's why you can't do it on Shabbos. So what, why, but here we see, so why couldn't he at least do it by hand? Um, so Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yossi, Barchanina, Chanama, Aidi, Aidi, Biyad, both the Mishnah and the Mishnah discuss the move by hand. Havalacha, the one that says it's Usr, uh, is when it's moist, which, which may, which may not be severed in even this manner. Habiyabasha, but the one that permits its removal speaks with regard to a dry water, which may be removed in this manner by hand. Uh, both say it's by moist. Okay. And according to the one that says that when the Mishnah says severing a wart by hand uh, is, is okay and clean, no, my time So, what's the reason he didn't say the same to the other answers? A dry one simply crumbles away. Since its removal, therefore, cannot be considered a form of, of shearing, it's permissible even if performed with an instrument. Right? If it dries up, it just kind of, it just kind of uh, falls apart. According to one who said that the Mish, both Mishnayos is speaking of removal by hand. It depends on if it's dry or wet. My time with Loma. What reason did, did he not say the same as the other ones? Well, this Mishnah and that Mishnah speaks with regard to moist. So for this one, one that permits it, why didn't, he, why didn't he give that distinction? Prohibition to remove a wart with an instrument has already been taught in Arabic. For there the Mishnah, there's no reason for the Mishnah to repeat this law here. Clearly then, our Mishnah is not discussing removal of, uh, with an instrument. But removal by hand. The Edah and the other one will say, The reason the Mishnah teaches the prohibition to remove a what with an instrument here, 
Klukta de Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Yeshua, Asil Ashmina. Because it's coming to inform us of Machlokas between Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yeshua. Thus, the Mishnah mentions of the prohibition is not for its own sake, but only to inform us of their of their of their machlokas. Amar Rabbi Lazar, uh, Rabbi Lazar said, "Is it not logical? Uma im shchita. If the shchita is docha Shabbos, Rabbi Lazar's proved that for the sake of the Pesach offering, we override the Shabbos with acts ordinary prohibited by rabbinic injunction." He said. He reasoned that if we permitted to violate biblical law for offering's sake, we must clearly be allowed to, right, if you can violate a Doraisa, certainly you can violate a Dorabana. Rabbi Yeshua the Tameh, and Rabbi Yeshua, in inducing the laws of rejoicing on festival as, as a pro, probative for the case of Pesach law, he says, the Amar Simchas Yantav Nami Mitzvah. Uh, rejoicing on Yantav is also a mitzvah. Rabbi Yeshua held that eating and drinking on the festival is a mitzvah, and they were analogous to our situation. Since the rabbis nevertheless prohibited the performance of acts that can be done before Yantif, it is clear that even for the sake of a mitzvah, permission to override biblical law does not necessarily imply that he could override a Durabana. The Tanya, as we have in a Brisa, Rabbi Lazar Omer, Ain lo adam Yantif, person has no absolute obligation on Yantif, el o ocha l'shoseh, Oh, Yoshe Vishona, famous, this is a famous uh, Machlokas. Uh, either he, he can eat or drink, or he could sit and study. Rabbi Yeshua, mean, meaning it's it's either famous Kulo Lashem or Kulo Lachem. It's all for you, or it's all to Hashem. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says we divide it. Half the day we, we do eating and drinking, but Chetzio, the base medish. And, and the other half of the day, um, uh, that, that you, you, you have to go and learn Torah. Rabbi Yochanan says, and they both learn it from the same Pasuk. One, one, one Pasuk says, It's an assembly for Hashem. Right, you have one, one it says Lachem, and one it says Lashem. Uh, so Rabbi Lazar says it's meant absolute, either either completely, Yantav is completely for Hashem or it's completely for us. Rabbi Shua says, No, no, the fact that there's two different psukim, one says Lachem and one says Lashem, we divide it. This is a good Shabbos uh, of Joshua, maybe. Okay, Abam Simi. I'm a Rabbi Lazar. Everyone agrees that on Atzeres is Shavuos. That on Shavuos, you know, even if you hold that normally it's Kulo Lashem, but there has to be some celebratory nature on Shavuos. My timer, Yom Shinit Nabal Torah, because it's the day that the Torah was given. I'm a Rabbi. Right, Shabbos, you have to have, you have to eat nice meals. My timer, Karasel a Shabbos only, right? Because it says uh, Shabbos is a delight. Amar Rav Yosef, a komodim bepurim, oh, dibayini nami lachan. My time, you may mishteves simchak sibahu. Mar bereit the Ravina kulo shata aviyase betanisa. Mar the son of Ravina would, would fast an entire year. Levav miatzarta upuriyo malayomet dekipurim. He wouldn't fast on Shavuos, Purim, and an erev Yom Kippur. Atzeres, why? Yom Shinit Nabat Torah, because Shavuos is the day we receive the Torah. Puriyuk, on Purim he wouldn't fast because it says, Yemei Mishtev Simchok Siv. 
Wow, what a, what a daf. <laughs> so many different important halachas. Uh, 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 he didn't fast on Yom Kippur because it says, You should, you should uh, um, afflict yourself on the ninth of Tishrei. So the Gemara says, what do, what do you mean on the ninth? We don't fast on the ninth. Yom Kippur is the tenth of Tishrei, not the ninth of Tishrei. But it's coming to teach us, that a person who eats on the ninth, it's like you fast on on Erev Yom Kippur and Yom Kippur. The 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 Mesiris Nefesh. What's pshat? The Mesiris Nefesh. The 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 giving over of yourself to do a mitzvah. That Dafka ate on Erev Yom Kippur because he knew it was a mitzvah. So Kodesh Baruch Hu looks at it as if you if you fasted on both the ninth and the tenth. I I, I could I could very much get into mitzvahs that tell you have to eat. I I, I like those mitzvahs. So uh, anyway, that's important. Anyway, there's a uh, uh, this stuff. Samachas. This stuff must be returned to either Shabbos Gadol or Shir and Yontif. Uh, we have to talk about these in Yon. A lot of important in Yon here. I'm not going to talk about Yom Kippur at this time of year, but yeah. anyway, Rav Yosef Every year on, on Shavuos, Rav Yosef would say to his servants, "Avdi prepare for me a third bo- a third born calf." Amar Yoma If this day had not caused me to learn Torah, uh, thereby become spiritually elevated, Kama Yosef then I wouldn't be Rav Yosef. Uh, there would be I'd be like any other person. Rav Sheshes called Tolosin Yomim Mahadale Tamude. Every thirty days, Rav Sheshes would review his studies, and when, and when it says Rav Sheshes reviewed his studies, it was by heart because he was blind. Uh, and he would stand and lean on the bolt of the doorway and explain. Rejoice, my soul! Rejoice, my soul! For you have I read, for you have I studied. Any uh, is it so that there were there were no other beneficiaries of to- there's no other beneficiaries of Torah study? If not for Torah, there would be no heaven and earth. The verse says that the very existence of the world depends on Torah study. Why then did Rosh Hashanah acknowledge only its benefit for him personally? Initially, when a person undertakes Torah study, he, he only does it for, for uh, his, his sake. Uh, are we still need tomorrow? I have a class tonight, so I don't have a lot of time. Ah, sorry, class is online, so it's fine. Although I can't do it from here, so I don't have my stuff here. Yeah, and the heat is on in the basement, getting me getting ready. And I'm a I'm a Ravashi. And even according to Rabbi statement, who says, Yontav is Rishus, meaning you could choose which, which, which you want. Isle Pircha, you could still, uh, he is still refuting Rabbi Yeshua's view. Yontav, uh, even Malachas performed for discretionary, uh, but not the Rabban and Shabbos, and Adin Shlowitia certainly you can't do Rabban. It, it, it's, it, it's certainly this, does, even assuming festival in the script, Rabbi Shu's proof uh, is still valid. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll stop here. We'll, we'll pick up on this Indian on uh, Shabbos. Shkarach, see you. Are you coming back, Menachem? Be back for Shabbos, Bezos Hashem.
we don't put you in quarantine. Huh? If we don't put you in quarantine. Feeling good. So hopefully. That's good. That's good. Hopefully 